The Last Silver Coin Written and produced by Sean America All rights reserved Randall sat in his aging rocking chair, pausing to light his tobacco. Never seen it so bad, June. Not in my 80 year. This red dust covering everything. I think I got some in my teeth. He stopped to pick out the dust with an errant finger. June, Randall's daughter, was just 30 years, but the creases around her eyes and mouth made her look older. She gave Randall a worried look. Not sure what we're going to eat, Pa. Potato crops failing, corn failing, wheat blight. I'm scared, terrified. If the dust doesn't bury us, we're going to starve to death. The hydroponics will hold us for a while, said Randall. The scientists have figured out how to synthesize and mine the nutrients. The hydroponic fields are underground with the settlements. We've got enough credits to live there for five years at least. I don't want to live underground. It's horrible. We don't have a choice. The dust, the emphysema, the air is not breathable anymore. Stu, June's eldest son, came back from the grub farm in what looked like a rubber hazmat suit. How's the harvest? Randall asked him, smoke ascending from his cracked lips. Stu pulled off his helmet, wiping sweat from his brow. The grubs are good. The field cricket harvest is good, too, so we have plenty to mill in the flour. Little Kate, June's daughter, ran out on the porch in a faded denim dress. Mommy, are we really going to another planet? Not all of us can, dear. There's only so much room on the ox. They built 10,000 ships using the last of our resources. They're carrying seed, cattle, and some wildlife, too. Our village can only send one person, and we chose you. Am I going all alone? Kate's chin trembled, and she began to sob. Not all alone, dear. You know John, a dear playmate to you all these years. You'll get married when you're 14. You'll go together with your new space family, scour the planets for a home, and replenish it with children. It's a great honor. Randall whispered. 
June looked sorrowful for a few moments. The dire future flashed in her mind, and then she brightened. I've got a surprise for you, Kate, she said as she touched her shoulders. Here inside. They went inside the modest living room. In its center was a small potted tree. What is it, Mama? It's a tree, dear. They're very rare, very precious. It's an apple tree. It's just 40 kilograms, so you can take it with you. The fruit produces seeds in the center. On your new home, I want you to plant hundreds of trees. And when they produce their delicious fruit, you can think of me. Tears were streaming down her face, and she hugged her daughter tightly. I've got one more surprise for you. She showed her daughter a rather large, round present wrapped in brown paper. Kate looked at June expectedly. Go on and open it, June. Kate tore at the paper. Never before had she seen such exotic gifts, and they thrilled her. Inside were what looked like Washington red apples. Kate had never seen such vibrant color in all of her life. Her mouth hung open in an open O. We're going to make apple pies today, June. I haven't made one in 30 years, but I still have the recipe. I still remember. Mary! Mary was June's older daughter, already 14. Today is a special day and we're going to celebrate. We're going to have roast turkey and fresh cranberries and biscuits with real butter. Mary was dumbstruck. Who could afford such things? She had only heard of them in books. June looked at her daughter and grasped her hand, holding it tightly. She took a heavy silver coin, the last of their earthly riches, and placed it in her daughter's hands. Take this to the settlement market. This is what I want you to get. Four pounds of flour, a pound of cranberries, a 20-pound turkey, one pound of butter, and two pounds of sugar. Sugar? Really, Mom? We can make cake, too. June laughed. They all laughed. It had been a long time since they were so happy. Kate danced around the kitchen, and her mom joined her. I love you. I love you, too, dear. I'll never forget you. Never, never forget you. You're so beautiful to me. So beautiful. safe we're gonna be better than all right trust me
Mary said goodbye to Randall. He grabbed her by the arm, glaring at her, not with anger, but with an intensity she had never known. I remember when these valleys were running with fresh water, rivers and streams full of fish, forests as far as the eye could see. It was beautiful, beautiful, I tell you. But we got greedy, we got prideful, we built great machines, flying machines and factories and robots and senseless pleasures. And now what do we have? Dust! Mary looked at him as if he had gone mad. Perhaps he had for a moment. He let go of his grip and whispered, I'm sorry, and kissed her on the cheek. Stunned, she ran out to get the donkey cart. There were no machines now. What was Grandpa talking about? There were only the arcs and the hydroponics and the underground. Everything else was gone, if it ever was. Mary walked a long way with the donkey. His name was Lucky. He looked up at her. Funny, even Lucky seemed sad. She gave him a pat on the head and scratched behind his ears and gave him a kind look. It's just you and me now, faithful friend. They walked and walked. The wind was getting mean and dark storm clouds appeared on the horizon. She looked at Lucky. We better get moving. A superstorm is coming. Could be trouble. The wind got worse. The dust and the grit kicked up everywhere, and Mary put on air filtration masks they all carried these days. She was about to put on her face shield when the grit and dust got into her eyes. She screamed, the pain searing her eyeballs. She dropped the silver coin. She scoured the ground for it, half blind. She pounded the ground and screamed, but it was gone. The grit and the dust blew and covered her head for the last time. sat in the control center, sending commands. Deploy the robotic arm. Go forward, two meters. Looks like we found something. Zoom in. Yes, that's right. Right there. Let's dust off that section. The man looked at the image of the Mars rover, transmitting 81 million miles back to Earth. He gasped in shock. My God, it's a silver coin!
Many thanks to all the people that made this recording possible. Technical Advisor, Joshua America. Creative and Technical Advisor, Karen America. And Creative Advisor, Darren America. Thanks to you all.